full of cinematic garbage. One man will be your filter. Welcome to Movies Worth Seeing. With your host, Michael Pishinary. Welcome to the Oz Culture Podcast, where we cover everything from video games, movies, music, and a little bit of news. So bust open a couple of cold ones. And if you enjoyed the show, make sure you like our Facebook page, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and follow us on SoundCloud. Cheers, mate. Welcome to the Oz Culture Podcast. We're finally fucking back with a new episode. It only took me about six months. Anyway, I'm Michael Pishinari, joined by big mate Tigran to talk about the big Netflix film Marriage Story starring Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. Now, um, can I just say, this movie has the most boring freaking movie title. I mean, you might as well call it a divorce settlement or a court case. Only two leads like these two could sell a movie with such a shitty movie title. Like, I went to the movies to go see Marriage Story. I don't know. <laughs> Introduce yourself, Tigran. Let hey. us be known of your presence. Um, I'm just following the footsteps of Michael. I'm an actor with him. And uh, I'm just honored to be here and talk about the acting. I hope I have more of a positive outlook on this movie because I can see he started with such a strong... Uh, <laughs> well, you're, you're, not, you're not following my footsteps, yeah, yeah, Tigran. You're paving no. your own way. Good, good. As always. Uh, so, overall, what did you think of the movie, Tigran? I know you liked it a lot more than I did. I did. I liked the story, but most of all, I liked the acting. Nowadays, I find myself watching movies and enjoying them, and I didn't even realize what the story was about. I was like, that was great acting. Yeah, but you kind of... It's probably wrong, but... Yeah, it is Just from an actor's (laughs) point of view. But this story, I liked because the whole time, they kept me wanting them back together. Even the whole... They were fighting Mm. and stuff, and you'd think... you'd Usually, you'd take one side because it's so, like against each other but i was dude i wanted them back together the whole time yeah i don't know man like i felt like i didn't really see them like enough of their love before shit got real right to like understand their relationship now like that opening scene really sets it up well yeah, the yeah, love yeah. that they had for each other but um yeah i wanted to see more of that anyway so the plot uh noah bam how the hell do you say this director's name? Bombatch? I know someone's going to tear me to shreds for the <laughs> pronunciation <laughs> of this. Anyway, the director, dude. Uh, this is his incisive and compassionate look at a marriage breaking up and a family staying together. So uh, pretty much, you know, Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson are a married couple. Been married like eight years. They've got a kid. Uh, she is an actress. He is a theatre director. And can that kid down there shut the fuck up? Okay. Ah, oh, <laughs> shut go. up, man. <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah. So, they work together. they got a kid called Henry. And um, when we are introduced to them, they are pretty much on the verge of getting a divorce. And then Scarlett Johansson's character, Nicole, makes the decision that she will divorce, uh, what's his name? Charlie. All right. So, hey, I was going to ask you, Tigran, so us both being actors, did you relate with that scene where um, Nicole had to explain the story to the directors? 
like they were getting they were on set and Nicole's like uh you know none of this stuff makes sense yeah so much yeah because you know she got it all from him as well she learned that from him because he's a director Mm. I feel like we learn stuff and then when we see it being done wrong we just straight away onto that and she saw that which shows that she's a good actress I think that was the point of that to show that she's good and to show that he's good and that's why they're kind of being drifted apart I feel like it's such an important part that they both build each other up and that they used these certain these specific professions right in the industry maybe it has something to do with the director actually being a director but mm. it's such a demanding thing both sides acting and directing and that's why it was kind of tearing them apart it's also like uh, a director can either hinder an actor's performance or improve right and guide them in the right direction which is like kind of like a metaphor i guess for the way their relationship was all right, so anyway, we're going to get into, first up, what we liked about the movie. So, Tigran, first up, what did you like about Marriage Story? The middle ground, the kid, I thought it was so great. That storyline, if it was, if that wasn't there, I wouldn't watch it at all. Do you mean if there wasn't a kid Yeah, if there wasn't involved? a kid, that the story wouldn't work. Yeah. Because I've seen so many kids being in the middle of a divorce, and it just tears them apart, and I feel like this was accurate. But are you talking about, like, the actor's performance? Not the performance, the storyline. Oh, just the character Yeah, itself. if it was just about two people, maybe. Well, then there'd be no stakes. Exactly. Because, like, divorce, you need stakes of, like, there was the money grant, but, you know, that didn't mean as much to uh, Charlie as spending time with Henry. Right. That's always, like, like in Kramer versus Kramer, it's, it's the same thing. The kid is always in the balance, the big stake that uh, both yeah. parents are, like, fighting over. So what else did you like, Tigran? Just the acting, like I said before, I love the acting. Now let's get specific with the acting. Was there a specific moment there was in a, the movie? Well, in acting, I actually wrote it down here. They didn't try to fill or anything. And, and I was watching an interview with Adam Driver before coming mm-hmm. here. And he was talking about how he didn't try to fill anything. And he just served the story. And how it was our job to then fill. And at, at times we really did. Specifically that scene, and this is probably a spoiler for anyone who hasn't seen it, that really big argument scene they have in his like. New apartment. I feel yeah. like that was so good. That that is a scene I would like to talk about a lot. But like uh, getting into the performance, like there were there were moments of subtlety, right? And I just wanted to see them explode more, on each yes. other more. But it, it did build up to that. Well, but fuck, I wonder. You could see that. Like, I think like that has a point. The passive aggressive thing. And yeah, happens with relationships. It was a lot of passive. One doesn't want to let go because that could be used against them in court. Like you saw in the movie, anything one was doing being used against each other yeah and uh they both don't want to show weakness to each other don't want to show the other that it bothers them so yeah there's little subtleties in the performances that were good like uh, i'm not going to knock adam driver and scarlett johansson even though I, I wasn't like that big on the movie the they were phenomenal in their roles even if you just watch that one scene that climactic yeah. scene near the end that was fucking phenomenal the range of like emotions that they go through going from you know just polite friendly to each other like calm and then this volcano just exploding all over the place and then back to like a loving thing yeah you saw like a clear arc for yeah. both characters and yeah, some of the shit that they said in that scene, I didn't think you could come back from. Oh, it was great, yeah. And none of it was in- improvised either. None of it was improvised? No. I read somewhere that they did it 50 times and every part of it was written, every word and every stop and 
um, moment was all written in. That is something... <laughs> That's hard to do. That is fucking hard to do. Like, I always feel the need to improv a scene. Especially like, when you're at a really high, like, emotional state. You're just, like, yeah. you're not thinking about the writing anymore. Yeah, whenever I'm angry, I get, like, super angry. I yeah. always lose lines. So, yeah, fuck. 50 takes, did you say? 50 takes. Wow. Okay, yeah, the um, as I was talking about before, there was a there's an opening montage that really sets up the characters well. I really liked it. It showed off the love that these two characters had for each other while uh, revealing like what is going on in their relationship at the time. Um, yeah, uh, another scene that I felt was really well done was uh, Nicole walking away after the critique she receives from Charlie. Do you remember that scene? Was that in the theater? Hmm? Was that in the during the theater? Thing? After she performs in front of the theater, yeah. Right. Yes. And yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, aren't you going to critique me?" And he's yes. like, "No, no, no. It was perfect." But then he ends up saying to he her, does, "Oh, there's yeah. two things that were wrong." And uh, she goes to bed and just has this emotional cry, <laughs> I guess, of being like, you know, it's kind of like something that's never going to happen anymore. That scene was done well because it didn't really vilify him, but it also mm. um, put them apart a little bit. Having said that. I did feel a lot more sympathy for Charlie than I did for Nicole. Right, yeah. I don't know what it is about the performances. And it's like, you know, uh, spoiler talk here, you know, uh, <clears throat> Charlie's character cheats on Nicole. So really, like, you shouldn't feel as much sympathy for him. But for whatever reason, I think just Adam Driver's performance just made him incredibly endearing as a character. and um, Also because he didn't know what to do. A mother usually has, um, they know more what to do. Yeah, he and did it. And he was really trying, but he was just getting shut down. That's why you feel like sympathy for him. And as well, like the court kind of favor favoring the mother. Yeah. Uh, it's the same sort of thing that happened in Kramer versus Kramer. So the father was kind of presented as the underdog because it's yeah. like uh, the son's gonna be presented more with the mother, living with the mother more often. Definitely. How about the lightness of the film, the comedy? How they managed to get that in there. Com- like, uh, what scenes exactly? Because the, the whole thing, it wasn't like a very deep, dramatic thing. Like, with this you story. Reckon? Yeah, with this story, it w- they had their moments, right? But they had this, like, lightness and comedy, which was really intriguing to me because it's difficult to fit into that story. I didn't really laugh at any moments in the movie. Not heavy laughter, but like. Like a chuckle? Yes, you know, they're crying the whole time. Like, wow, this is like heartbreaking melodrama. This had drama in it and it had comedy in it. It had like these, you know, it was a good mixture. Yeah, so you feel like it wasn't too, it wasn't too depressing and, and serious. And that was, that's through. what was good about it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't, know really I don't like agree. Strong against I don't. No, nah, I just don't what? agree. It wasn't a funny, like I didn't yeah. laugh or feel any light humor. What didn't you like about this, mainly? What like, didn't I? Yeah. All right, how much time have we got? <laughs> 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 no, nah, actually, um, some other points like Alan Alda. He's a character, you know, that other lawyer that he goes to see. Yeah, the, the Hollywood one. No, the uh, the more yeah, the Hollywood one. Yeah. That's like a bit more um, warmer and friendlier, right? Yeah, and a bit more understanding. I really liked him as a performer. He always is like incredibly endearing, and he brought a lot of warmth and sympathy that I felt Charlie needed at that point. But he's not really in the movie that long because uh, Charlie ends up not using him. Which was, he didn't need kindness. No, he needed an asshole, yeah. which was very true. That that um, lawyer was way too nice for him. 
Laura Dern as well as the lawyer. Um, Nicole's lawyer was <laughs> pretty good. She had a lot of um, good qualities in her performance. So, like, uh, one thing I, I really like overall is the movie does have a lot of similarities to Nicole. Uh, Meryl Streep's to Meryl Streep's character in Kramer versus Kramer. This woman that's kind of like uh, lost her identity and, and kind of purpose through her marriage. So she needs to like break away from it to realize what's more important in her life. And like, obviously she's not trying to abandon her son. She's trying to like find out. Uh, I think in this movie, they went into a bit more detail with uh, Nicole being like, you know, I was kind of, stopped mm. from chasing my dreams fully and I made sacrifices that I didn't really want to make because of the marriage and there were certain things that we couldn't get on the same page with. So um, I did like that. Uh, but having said that, I feel that Kramer versus Kramer is a much more intense, emotional, interesting, entertaining movie as opposed to this right. film. And uh, you haven't seen Kramer vs. Kramer. A long time ago. I forgot Fuck, most of it. So good, man. So good. There was, uh, it was a famous scene that was improv where they were arguing and Dustin Hoffman didn't tell Meryl Streep that he was going to do this and he slammed a glass, uh, champagne glass against the wall. Wow. And Meryl Streep's reaction is so genuine. It's, yeah, it's pretty full on. Um. Yeah, so what I, what I didn't like, I don't know. I mean, overall, I just felt at times the movie was kind of slow, boring, like not a lot happening. Like there were certain scenes that I was like going, they're just going for too long. It's just overall like pacing stuff like that, you know. Okay. I wanted to see more um, more fight from Adam Driver's character, you know. I feel like he's just very reserved and held in. But like Adam Driver does a great job of like showing all these subtleties in... His performance, like uh, that scene when they have the expert and uh, what's her name? The advisor, the, the girl that has to evaluate oh, yes. them. She's funny, isn't she? It's such an awkward scene. It is. But yeah, he does a great job in that scene. When he, uh, when he cuts his arm. Yeah. I love that. Like, Let's just see, there's the comedy in that. I mean, Cause it, Yeah, it's a dramatic thing, but they've just put it off in such a funny way. I get, or a I get light way. Mean. A light way. Because if, like, if, if it was dramatic again, you'd feel like a, it's a sub story, but it's really not. It's just, well, it's a love story about a divorce. I thought it, they were going to go all melodramatic because when he passed out, I was like, is he going to pass out and yeah, then the yeah. kid's going to have to like resuscitate him or something? He ignores him. Another thing, I, I didn't like the court scene with the two lawyers arguing and bickering like, little children i'm like court does not work like that you don't talk over each other right, your lawyers yeah. aren't like he did this oh but he did that and this person did this and this thing like they do that for 10 minutes before the judge is like all right oh, hold on guys and um for me that moment took me out because i'm like right that is not how it goes in court like they wouldn't be bickering and just saying dumb shit like in practically insulting the other person for like 10 minutes before the judge is like, all right, all right, hold up, hold up. And slamming the mallet. <laughs> that took me out of the realism. And overall, uh, I just wish I could have seen more love between them before everything turns to shit, you know? It's always more tragic when you see the greatness and the happiness. And more the, of a setup. Yeah, more of a setup. And um, for a movie that goes for like two hours and 20 minutes, I'm sure you could have cut little pieces here and there to put 
uh, a bit more of the love in there. Yeah, I get that. I do. I mean, that, that that argument scene, like, there is love near the end. I just wish, yeah, I just wish we could have seen more of it. So that then we could really understand how tragic it is for these two to be broken But it's also kind of like they've lost their love. And that's why they're, that's where the story starts, where they're, like, divorcing. So love has previously happened and it's talked about. And, you know, it's in that paper that they write for each other. Yeah, that's what I mean. And but at the end, yeah. Scarlett never read the one that he wrote for her. Yeah, he did. He read it out. Remember? Oh, wait. No, he didn't. Oh, yeah. He read her one, right? Actually, and then she didn't get to read his one. Actually, and that's what I was like. Wow, that would have really... I want to know how the kid found that letter. That's where I had hoped that they might still get back together. Nah, even she already found someone. I know, but even in the end, when the credits come, I was like, the whole, to the very last second, I was like, please, a, a, a magic happen, just get back together. Did you think, like, she was going to kneel like down, tie his shoes, and then, bam. He read hers. Out. If she, maybe she read his, that could have been another way the story went. But I like the ending. I like that it didn't end in a happy way. Because it can't. It would be too, like, unrealistic. Yeah. Yeah. Um... One thing I was going to ask, though, wasn't there a scene? So Charlie went to see that first lawyer, the really, you know, the more aggressive one, right? Didn't he go back to see him and find out that his wife had seen him so he couldn't see that person? Because the girl was like, oh, um, you can't seek advice from this person. Yeah, because she'd seen heaps of... Yeah, because she already saw him. Wasn't that a thing? But then at the end, he ends up using that lawyer. I couldn't understand what happened. I'm not sure if he was used... I know she used. Maybe like, it was a different lawyer. Yeah, the kid said she went to like thirteen offices, but yeah, um, it was great that lawyer. Oh, Ray Liotta, fucking, he's always. I oh, love Ray Liotta. Yeah. Very entertaining actor. Oh yeah. Okay, so what did the critics have to say? So I got, uh, I got two professional journalist oh. reviews. Uh, so Joe Morgenstern from Wall Street Journal said, it's a life-affirming, profoundly affecting classic. Uh, what do you, uh, you like it, so I guess you agree with yeah, that? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know about classic, man. That's fucking, that's a bit much. I feel like it's a story that could stay around for a while. For a while, but a classic is like, you know, Godfather, Scarface, movies that are like, 30 years and right, still remember. Yeah. Do you really think this movie is going to be remembered after 30 years? I hope so. See, you're, you're a bit hesitant. So I don't, I, yeah. Sorry, Joe. I don't agree with you. There, <laughs> Sorry, mate. Joe. Sorry, Joe. All right. The next one, A.O. Scott from New York Times. It's oh. funny and sad sometimes within a single scene and it weaves a plot out of the messy collapse of a shared reality, trying to make music out of disharmony. The melody is full of heartbreak, loss, and regret, but the song is too beautiful to be entirely melancholy. I like that one. I like it too. It's an, it's actually pretty nice, very articulate the way he's written this. Uh, do you agree with that? I do. That one I'm, I'm very strong because, see, we're talking about the lightness and strength of it in the song. Like it's still a love story. Mm. Fair enough. Now we get into the user reviews, which have very oh, different opinions. Yeah. <laughs> this was great. There was no negative reviews from critics for this movie. Really? No negative reviews. But the user reviews, it was a completely different story. The user reviews, there was way more negative than positive. So this one is from Night King Army. <laughs> Except for Adam and ScarJo and their 10-minute Oscar-worthy performance, this movie is absolutely pointless and mediocre. Waste of time. One of the most 
overrated and overhyped movies of 2019. It's pretty much what you were saying. Um, I, I wasn't that fucking brutal. <laughs> yeah, pretty strong. I didn't. I didn't think it was a waste of time. There was still a lot of good stuff in there. Uh, I didn't think it was completely pointless. Like, um, uh, what's that movie that I watched? Fucking Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That was pointless. That was incredible. This was not pointless. Um, I will say it is overrated and overhyped because a lot of people were like, oh, fuck, this movie is phenomenal. I think even you were like, yeah, man, you got to watch this movie. I loved it. You were making it sound like the fucking second coming, man. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Murray T57. If this movie is nominated for anything, it should be for the most boring movie of the year. Fuck, that's some savagery. You you think I'm savage. (laughs) (laughs) These kids are pretty rough. And the last one, Scraper, an intimate and well-acted film about a journey from marriage to divorce that isn't really more than a high-end documentary. Marriage Story aspires to show the viewer the real emotions and situations of what can actually happen in divorce. (laughs) That was a bit... It is accurate. Yeah, that wasn't like a total negative Negative. review. So, what do you think of... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's quite a big uh, jump. I mean, usually it's the opposite, right? Yeah, it, de- it depends. Like, oh. depends. So people see it differently because of where yeah. they are in their life as well. Yeah, I feel like a husband could, or a husband and wife, a married couple could watch this and relate to it in a whole different way. Yeah, and enjoy it in a whole different way. And then a kid who's had a parents' divorce could watch this and feel in a whole different way. Or someone who's actually gone through a divorce with, with kids yeah. involved. Or even someone that's gone through a breakup. And that's and the great thing about movies, right? Everyone's... Oh, and art. Just overall art. Everyone interprets it, interprets it from where they are in their life and what they've been through. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, so uh, my final rating. So my final review, I'm going to say this. What I learned from this movie... Don't get fucking married. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, but seriously, I mean, this movie is really just about Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson's performance. And really, in my opinion, there's a few moments that really blew me away. But the movie doesn't really have a lot to say. And I found it to be a depressing look at the state of divorce settlements. I feel films like Kramer vs. Kramer captured more of the emotional depth involved in divorce between two people that do still have this love for each other but know that they need to go their own separate ways in order to live their lives to the fullest. I still feel the film is way too overhyped for what it is, so I'm giving it a three out of five. What about you, Tigram? What are you going to give this movie? What's maybe your four, four? Maybe a four, four and a half. Four, I'd say four. Four out of five? Yeah. Why are you giving it a four out of five? I liked it, and I Why would watch it again. A five, I'd say, is like a perfect movie. A five is like something that's going to stay around. For a very long time. Mm. If one was like room, like Tony's room, you know that one. And then five is like the first or second Godfather. I'd say this is about a four. Nice. Fair enough. Cool. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. If you enjoy the show, check us out on Apple Podcasts. Like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like us on Facebook. And that is a wrap for me. This is Michael Pishinari and Tigran. See ya.
Thank you for listening to Movies Worth Seeing. Make sure to like and share the show and leave a review. You can follow us on Instagram at Michael Pish Podcasting and watch movie reviews, audience reaction videos, and other fun content on our YouTube channel at Michael Pishonary. Michael Pishonary.